Things change from one generation to the next. Attitudes, politics, technology, even lifestyles. But when it comes to business, there's one thing every generation has in common. The pursuit of excellence. Welcome to Generation Excellence. A conversation with next-gen leaders of family businesses who are working to preserve the past and innovate the future. And now, here's the host of Generation Excellence and a third-generation business owner himself, Jamie Michelson. Jamie? Welcome to the inaugural episode of Generation Excellence. It's only appropriate that my first guest has spent his life mastering how to treat guests. Dan Musser III is the third-generation owner and president of Grand Hotel, a 131-year-old gem on Mackinac Island in northern Michigan. In our conversation, we travel back in time and into the future, from Lansing to Ann Arbor to Mackinac and even Paris, France. With no further ado, and that's beaucoup adieu, pull up a rocking chair and please enjoy a conversation that was so enjoyable for me with a friend, a client, and a terrific storyteller, Dan Musser. Both of us are fortunate to have a multi-generation uh, family business. We're a little unique in that we're tied to this iconic structure that my great-uncle um, came to um, originally as, a, as a, basically a farm boy from Indiana to escape hay fever, went north. And he thought he'd try the hotel business. And he worked at the Arlington Hotel in Petoskey, Michigan. And after one summer there, the, the owner said, well, if you're really serious about this, because you're kind of good at it, you should go talk to Mr. Ballard up at Grand Hotel in Mackinac next summer. So he did. He showed up in the spring. And quite frankly, anyone shows up spring at Mackinac, yep. we're in a hire. <laughs> we're looking. <laughs> um, but in, in 1919, we were looking, apparently. And Mr. Ballard hired him. But my uncle said, I will work for nothing. Pay me what you think I'm worth in the summer. And about half halfway through the summer, he became front desk manager, which I I feel is the nerve center mm-hmm. of the hotel, even today. I mean, it's 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 that's how in a place like us that have the unique rooms, which we charge a lot, guests have high expectations. Um, that is like that is the nerve center. How the guests kind of you know the rest of their stay goes or doesn't go. Um, and anyway, he was able to quickly figure that out, take that over, and then uh, and eventually, uh, so he started in 1919 working for Mr. Ballard. Um, Mr. Ballard uh, did not survive the, the, the crash, uh, you know, the, the, the big uh, crash in 27, was it? Very well. And uh, and so he, he, he went with a couple other investors, was able to somehow you know, gin up enough money to, to buy the place. And uh, he realized after one summer that he hated partners. And mm-hmm. so he sold and got out of it. And and then the, the, I misspoke. Then the crash came and uh, and realized pretty quick that, you know, his his uh, notes that he had wasn't going to be worth anything if, if, if Grand Hotel was not a going concern. And so he came back and foreclosed in uh, 1934. Um, ironically, the other bidder was my wife's grandfather, mm. Senator Prentice Brown. Um, so good or bad, whatever, our side of the family got it. <laughs> they went into politics and did great things, and we just 
we just make beds and <laughs> rent rooms. <laughs> so, then, so then talk about your, your father getting involved in the business, the um, hotel. and You know, uh, it, it's an interesting story. My, uh, my great uncle, uh, Mr. Woodfield, um, his, uh, his only sister, uh, his husband, died uh, during the Second World War. And uh, it, it, which was a hard time for everyone, um, and and he took my father under his wing, wings and said, you know, I will I'll pay for your college education okay. if you come work for me for two years, kind of like like a GI bill mm -hmm. or something, a Grand Hotel bill or whatever, and uh, and and if we like each other after two years, we'll 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 go from there. If not. Go, you know, go do something else. And uh, so dad went to, uh, uh, Uncle Stewart paid for dad's college education at Dartmouth and um, where he, uh, you know, did a great job and then came back and started. My mom uh, never saw Mac Island until they, they were married and they came to it that spring of, I want to say 1957. Okay. Because he, he spent a year in Korea so, so in the early fifties, you know, or mid fifties, he came with my mom, and they never left. And he he loved it right from the get go, or oh, um, um, the, the, there were challenging times sure. with, with my great uncle and my dad, um, but mostly, um, yeah, he, he dad was great. He, he was a, a wonderful hotelier, and and obviously father, but most importantly, um, but. He he, uh, he always um, you know he always talked about we're a detailed business, and I think that has served us well. Um, he always talked about um, you know and, and if you if you run a crew that to be tough but be fair, mm -hmm. and um, and I think that has served us well. And, and certainly his presence on the floor. And I think, I hope my presence on the floor of the hotel is helpful to not only our guests, but also our staff. I mean, I think um, our, you know, I talk before we open every year about how this is, a, this is our home, albeit a big family home, mm -hmm. <laughs> and we rent out rooms <laughs> on the side. Um, but it's our home, and, and, you know, I think if guests see me picking stuff up on the floor, talking to a guest that uh, has a hard time or whatever it is, I, I think all that, that, that pays dividends. Great. And then, so you're, you're, you basically grew up around the hotel and doing all the, you know, kind of getting exposure to all of the parts of the business. Okay. Uncle Stewart was, a, he was born in 1895, I think. He was a Victorian. And kids were to be seen and not heard. Okay. So when we came to the hotel, we were dressed to the nines and we didn't talk. But I did spend a lot of time at the pool, the golf course, the, the all out, of our outside, the outside stuff, stuff. where okay. he, he wasn't, you know. And, and um, but I've always, re you know, obviously respected Uncle Stewart, but uh, um, more importantly, kind of um, learned a, a work ethic that certainly he had was phenomenal and and so do you you think about as you do think because you're you have this balance you have to have of honoring this legacy of this place with all this history but still trying to 
modernize and oh, think. Oh, so. And so do you think about those generations before you as you're weighing that, or are there things in your head that they would go, wow, I can't believe we're doing this, or they'd all be the proud time. of this, or? All the time. I mean, we, we're, you know, we're a hotel that is deep in traditions, which um, some are wonderful and we want to continue, and some aren't, and we we got to move on. Um, but you know, my, you know, uh, my dad always said, it doesn't cost us a dime to make you put a coat, a tie on at night, and and yet it changes the mm-hmm. feeling of the hotel after six thirty at night. And I feel not in a stuffy way, but a, in a kind of celebratory kind of way, a happy way. And you know, our dining room is not this quiet Ritz Carlton, you know, boutique. <laughs> We're, we have music, we have guests, we have, you know, it's... Uh, there's, there's energy. It's there's energy, right? yes. And, and I think, so I think there is a fine line of that, of, of preserving the history and, and, the, and what we have, which is great, but also trying to make sure that we have great Wi-Fi and we have, we have TVs in every room, we have air conditioning, we have all the things that the modern, uh, you know, consumer uh, wants and quite frankly, for the rates we charge, deserve. Deserves and expects. Uh, is there a, you know, it's easy when you, it's not easy, but you look across all these times and you, your family, this hotel, has seen and experienced depression, wars, uh, good, the highs and lows and all that. And is there some period, because it's, it's fun to celebrate the celebratory stuff, is there some period, something more on the negative side or that was a big super challenge or that just didn't work that you recall from your time there or even kind of that precedes you? Well, certainly, I mean, the, the Great Recession, um, obviously, my, you know, my great uncle went through the recession and a war, Second World War, um, but no, you know, I think obviously the Great Recession was my challenge um, and I, I, I've never been so appreciative and grateful for our staff. I asked um, for a lot of things uh, to make our business viable for the next season. And uh, almost to a T, I said, can we do more, you know? Hmm. Um, and, and as importantly, our guests, the, with the exception of one group that, uh, association actually went out of business, um, Everyone, everyone came. Now, if they had 100 rooms blocked, maybe they came with 50, but we were glad to see the 50. Right. And it, it, was, uh, it, it was interesting and, and uh, humbling, but also in a weird way, kind of a great year. Oh, nothing. <laughs> right. Um, but, but you asked about failures. So, oh, yeah, jeez. You know. yeah, <laughs> How many? Where should I start? I'm Village Inn, uh, we had a, we had a um, down market restaurant down downtown that we leased um it's a, it's a beautiful property it's a great spot it just it did not work for our model we couldn't uh, our our cost structures too much i mean you know i mean you can only charge so much for a hamburger to make mm-hmm. it work and it just it did not work i mean we had it for six years i think and i think we literally like made six hundred dollars over six years I'm like, why are we doing this? We're just spinning our wheels. Okay. Let's put all resources back into the mothership, and, and and we, you know, and we've looked at other opportunities around 
not only the island, but around the country. And we always kind of come back to, let's stick to our name. I have some similar lessons in our family's business where the the second generation got involved in some franchises of that were clients and they were absentee owners a little and Mm -hmm. then that was used resources that they didn't focus focusing on what they knew was more fruitful and i sort of learned that maybe just indirectly kind of pay attention to the core business but you always look for those offshoots that could be Promising too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a point in time that uh, uh, there was a hockey team that you could get ownership in, um, and I was very interested. And my dad, in no uncertain terms, said, "There's no way, and we're going to do that." And we did not. And I'm so thankful we did not. <laughs> Probably <laughs> because yeah, I I, I played hockey in, in high school. <laughs> you know, what do I know? But I thought you know. I could run a team and yeah, own a team. I'm, I'm the next Gordie Howe, you know. <laughs> so as you've seen, we've, we've structured this to kind of talk about the past and the, the other stuff. And I know if we start talking about, you know, next season and all that, we'll get right in there. So let's flip and look kind of crystal ball kind of stuff. Or, I mean, because you have, and, and the hotel celebrates anniversary and milestones, and you've had a few of those, and you mm-hmm. have other ones coming so what's the next milestone that both has you kind of excited and or not nervous, but that you just go, there's no guarantees we get to that, so we're going to keep working hard? Um, that's a good question. Um, you, you know, I, I think we're getting to the point with the, the, the hotel itself, the, um, the rooms that we're, we're going to complete our expansion on the fourth floor this winter. And so, you know, for the hotel proper, we're probably at, at our maximum Max number of okay. guest rooms. Um, but uh, I think now the next step has to be, and I've already talked talking with uh, Mr. Barney and Mr. Barney's son, Sebastian, about how can we continually improve the guest experience that we have with fabrics and um, design and everything we have, everything that the guest sees and touches and feels, how can we continually to, to improve that? So I think that for the relatively short term is going to be our, my focus, Grand Hotel's focus, but eventually too, I, I think that there is a possibility of, of and, I, and I really have not totally flushed this out other than I've been thinking about a lot, is that you know, we own a fair amount of property down by the tennis courts and going mm-hmm. down to the lake. And if, if we were able to build nice, uh, pretty cottages that um, longer-term guests might enjoy, that we could maybe, you know, maybe they wouldn't go to the dining room every night, but maybe they could have dinner in their, in their suite and they could maybe use some of the other outlets as part of their experience. So I think... There, there's growth there that we can do and and not make it um, uh, my dad had a really good friend that ran Hilton for a lot of years and he always said oh you know build a bunch of rooms in the hillside and I don't think I don't think that's the right thing for us I think the hotel has to be the focus and the iconic thing that we all are attracted to but I think we could also though, augment that with some high-end suites that would 
um, maybe cater to a little different guests that, uh, like I said, maybe don't go to the dining room every night, but tries their other outlets, and maybe we have, maybe they eat in some nights. And experienced on that. You mentioned Mr. Varney, so for those who don't know, t- talk about however you got connected to him, the the architects you use the, the the style design those pieces because well, it's a we, big well, part of the hotel. Architectures side, we've been very fortunate with uh, first you know in my lifetime uh, uh, you know before I guess before my lifetime was Relinge, but then it was uh, or but it was Richie Boss was you know when I was growing up, but for the last thirty years has been uh, <laughs> Tamara Burns and uh, Gene Hopkins have just done a wonderful job. Uh, their their focus is historic preservation, and we're that, and they are just top notch. Now, Mr. Barney, um, <laughs> kind of a long way to say how we got to Mr. Barney was, um, my great uncle started a group of hoteliers after the Second World War to get together and just see. It's called the Resort Committee of the American Hotel Association, okay. and it's still active today, and I'm part of it. Our managing director, Mr. Hayward's part of it. And, um, and so we just, the only thing we do is we meet once a year at one of our properties and we steal each other's ideas and sure. we talk about current, you know, business trends and all that. And so for years, so my great uncle started this thing after the Second World War. They went all over the country, never came to Grand Hotel. And uh, so finally, my dad comes along and becomes a member and invites the resort committee to Grand Hotel. And this is 19, uh, 1979. And, uh, and so my great uncle said, well, geez, I, I've been lying to my friends all these years how nice we are. You better call Dorothy Draper and fix the <laughs> joint up. <laughs> so and that- so my dad wrote, Dear Mrs. Draper. And Carlton calls back, says Carlton Barney. So well, Mrs. Draper's been dead for about 10 years. But I'm president of the company. I worked for her for 20, and I would love to come out. And so he flew out. Uh, Uncle Sir interviewed him, and we hired him. And we we redid the parlor and the dining room and the third floor rooms facing the front where the resort committee was going to stay. So it's like you're having guests in your home, and you got to do a few things to your home because you want to make sure all the lights are on. So (laughs) even though you have guests in the hotel, this special group was the driver of. Oh, so forty four and forty years of working with Mr. Varney and, and, and that's his, how his that's design, how Mr. Varney colors. got to us and he brought in the color and the life I feel that is so appropriate and lovely to our place. It might not be colors that you live with every year or every day. Now, granted I'm married to an artist and we have bright colors all over, but um, I think for the summer place it's totally appropriate right. and lovely and He's really, you know, transformed the hotel to what it is. Yeah, and for those who eventually listen to this, who haven't been to Grand Hotel, haven't been to Mac Island, we want them to check it out, have a picture of it, want it, because you you have to see those colors, you have to experience that. So you talk about, I mean, it's great that there's this group of peers or colleagues, this resorts hotel group that is you can share ideas and all. So what, who, who else or what else do you look to we're sitting in a beautiful library with a lot of books so mm-hmm. to get um, mentoring or inspiration or or just to bounce things off of I mean what what to keep to keep yourself challenged like where do you go for that well for many years it was my dad he passed right. away five years ago 
Um, and, and quite frankly, since then, I've, I've, um, I've read a lot and I've tried to discover who else I could talk to, and mostly it's my wife <laughs> and, uh, and other friends. And, when and not necessarily in our business. Right, in other some, businesses. Some of the and best advice I've gotten over the years is not from hoteliers per se. It's from manufacturers and others. That People you've gotten to know from the hotel or that have been guests yes. or yeah. other things. Okay. Yeah. And and with with that, I mean, you talked about, you know, your, your father, I guess, was a mentor, obviously, right? Oh, and, yeah. And then, and now, and then others... Uh, are, is there anything that you're, try, you know, a, a new skill you're trying to develop or anything you're sort of interested in? I mean, you have a lot of interests, but anything that new that, like, we're playing, playing with podcasting here. Anything new that oh, you're kind uh, of uh, messing with? Sounds goofy, but pasta. I want to, I want to start making pasta. <laughs> Handmade, homemade yeah. pasta. At yeah. home or at, yeah. for the hotel oh, as well? No, well, no, at home, yeah. You've got, okay. <laughs> I would love to be able to do it for the hotel, but I think the scale is such that. <laughs> and and your I'm I'm not assuming, but the hope or some plans of the next generation getting involved in the business somehow, some way. You know, and, and I don't know about you, you and your your family, but my parents were always like kind of hands off of like you, you don't need to go to hotel school, you study, you know, do well and follow your passion and. It, for me, it ended up being a green hotel and hotel business. But um, we have six kids, so I'd like to think that one might get the bug. <laughs> um, our junior in high school is expressing in hotel school, which is great, and so we're going to pursue that. But we'll see. I mean, I like I said, I hope one of them will, but. I'm not gonna pressure. Right. No, I wasn't. <laughs> you, you gotta do it. I wasn't pressured and ended up in it. Probably, if I'd been pressured, I really would have rebelled because I still tried. I, I think, looking back, I, me yeah. too. I think I would probably have walked away. Maybe even so far the other way to be hands off <laughs> and then be happy to end up in it, but with almost wondering if it was no. okay to discuss too. Yeah. What? So what did sitting here right now? Maybe this recording will have decent audio. <laughs> what advice would you give that next gen that might get involved? Like, what are those things you'd want to pass on to? I mean, you've been able to do that because you talk to the staff every year. You at opening and at close, and while you're there and the guests. But what what are those couple like sort of your words of wisdom to whoever's gonna have this 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 summer yeah. place gem? Well, well, looking back at it, I would say that get uh, the, the most and highest education you possibly can. And uh, looking back, I wish I got a law degree. I wish I was an MBA. You know, I wish I had spent a lot more time studying it. I feel like I'm still catching up. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I remember one point my dad said, hey, just go get a law degree. Just from the discipline of that logic of, yeah. of being a lawyer, the just the understanding. And, and or? If you never pre- if you never have a customer or a client, I think it's a good discipline to to whatever you do. Now, in our business, there there has to be. I mean, there has to be um, a smile. There has to be 
you have to be hospitable. You have to sure. be friendly. You have to. Be, so I mean, there is kind of that gene or whatever it is that that uh, is a little different. But it all comes back to you got to run a business, and, and and it all takes logic and yeah. So I think the more accounting classes, the more um, actually law degree you can do. I, I think if I were to give advice to anyone uh, growing up in a family business that, that uh, is maybe poised to take over, as it has, as it better. as it's been around a long time, has that exp- that history, all of that. Then that some of those things matter more. Is what Probably. you're saying? Okay. Probably yeah. Plus design and architecture and hospitality and food yeah, yeah there are a lot of pieces to it uh, a lot of parts. Can I, I, <laughs> so I watch if I watch television I'm kind of hypercritical of other people's advertising and all that when you really? go can you stay really? can you stay when you go do you drive your family crazy when you go to another hotel somewhere can you just be a guest in a hotel or are you kind of turning it upside down um I'm always I'm always intrigued by um, folks that charge more than us but deliver less. Okay. And I in a weird kind of a sick way, like looking at a car wreck, I kind of like it. <laughs> it but I, I don't appreciate it. But I, I kind of <laughs> it kind of gives me courage to do better and and uh, and then any place around the world that's like the hotel that's not your hotel that you just that sticks with you or oh is... well, you know the, the, the hotel there by uh, the Creon uh, near the American Embassy in Paris it's kind of uh, if, if I won the lottery ten times I would buy that and what <laughs> makes that what makes that so special to you what do they do I just know um, it, I just know it by name uh, the beautiful that beautiful dining room they have it's all marble and you know, beautiful food and service and it's and it's next, I mean, as an American, next door to the American mm-hmm. Embassy, which is so cool. And then you're sitting at Louvre and uh, Tillery Gardens are right there. I mean, it's just, it's like, to me, kind of one of the prettiest places in the yeah. other than maybe for soccer. So. <laughs> Pretty great. Uh, so let's talk about kind of the biz. I mean, you have a rare business that sort of has an off-season. Most don't, sports and your mm-hmm. business and others. Uh you're going into the you know next year and opening again in May and uh, just what do you th- what what are your thoughts about the coming year in the business and what you're seeing? Well, our in the our, yeah, our our single biggest challenge is our workforce and uh, about half our staff are foreign nationals and um, in, in this environment, um, you know, the president uses our our program H two B which. Uh, as I said, but half our staff are, and yet, he, you know, he, he goes on, administration goes on about immigration stuff, and we get tied up in that mm. issue. Um, so that, that's, that's our biggest, con- my biggest concern, and um, we think we're poised well for next summer, but we'll see. So in all of this, it's still about the people you have, ultimately. You know, um, my friend uh, Steve from the um, uh, Broadmoor always talked about, you know, we could have the prettiest chandelier, we could have the, uh, the nicest view from the Broadmoor, you know, whatever. But it's all about the guest experience, and it always comes back to 
the, our staff member that is hopefully friendly and gracious and smiling and happy and remembers and, you and knows yeah, you and yeah. yeah and so uh, you know if obviously that, that that is key to me and I feel like if we can make that happen it all it'll all flow. even during the downturn like we talked about it works right Grand Hotel works if we can provide that high level of service and uh, meet our high guest expectations Work. You talked a little bit before about the attention to detail and being on the floor. How just how would you characterize your leadership style, or how might someone else characterize it? Well, I hope I hope well. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that that's a good question. Um, I, I would like to think, and I hope to think that. Um, um, very active in everything, but not uh, micromanaging. Mm -hmm. uh, Finding that balance of yeah, yeah. A bit between those two, and and uh, obviously you know in life and <laughs> business that, that can be a challenge. So I mean, I'm trying to talk to people about family businesses that have a lot of history, not necessarily about the baggage, but mm -hmm. when. And your, your sister's involved in the business, and your parents, and your great uncle. How how do you, with family, separate family from business and business from family? When you get together at Thanksgiving, at the Christmas holidays, how do you all balance that, manage that, or do you, or do you not? <laughs> um, you know, I, I think in a weird way, it's gotten better since Dad passed. Uh, Dad and I, we would just talk about the hotel. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter. Every family event was a meeting. Set, it was a board meeting. I mean, mm -hmm. we just talked about everything. And uh, my mom's so much better that way. I mean, did other we, people's eyes roll when you were doing that? Or that they, was they might have, but we did. You, did, you just <laughs> we did. Just, it. We did. Okay. And, uh, and so, in, in a week, I mean, obviously, I, I, you know, I love my dad and mourn his passing every day. But uh, in a weird way, you know, mom, like, just the other night, last night we had a, we had a family dinner and we talked about business for a bit and other things. My sisters just they go on about different stuff and it's it works. Good, good. <laughs> it works. It, it's a it, you know it's work in progress, right? And how do you, and how do you? I mean, you never get totally away from business because you're thinking about it all the time. But how, so, what are the things you do to get away from the business or keep well, your sanity? Or um, I'm, I'm a runner. Yep. As you know, which I love, and that, that does it. On, on Mackinac, though, and you run with headphones, or no, no. so you're thinking, no. taking in sights and no smells phone. and senses. Yep, analog. No. All right. I, I have succumbed to a, uh, a GPS watch. Got it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I like to. I'm anal. I like to know exactly how many miles I ran. But, um, but other than that, no, I don't do music or anything. Like but really, on Mackinac, it's uh, my boat. Our boat. If if I can, even if I don't leave, even leave the dock, just getting on the boat. I feel like it's a it's a break from the island in a weird way. Well, of course, it's not, but it. But you are. <laughs> um, and then here, I mean, we've only been in Ann Arbor now for uh, four months, five months, whatever. Um, but I've really gotten to enjoy the the arboretum here, the you know the the park here that I can walk to from our house. And, so that time forced by way back when to be 
outside the hotel, you still like the the outdoor stuff. And yeah. you lived out in Oregon where you enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, I, a couple of other just r- random questions to wrap this up because we could talk about this stuff forever. What, uh, what's the last little thing you bought? What's the last thing you just purchased? purchased? Yeah. Bought a book on um, I guess over here. Bought a book on birds, Michigan birds. Okay. <laughs> Online and shipped, or at a real store? No, at a store. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the Birds of Michigan Field Guide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another outdoor I thing. Uh, this spot that I, my winter office now is going to be, and looking at some birds, I thought this might be handy. So you talked about you know the importance of the people and, and the talent and the staff at Grand Hotel. So you interview people and you have seasonal employees. You've interviewed people over the years. What's a what's a kind of key question, signature question you ask to to test and challenge a candidate? You know, it, it, for our business, yes, there's a bunch of questions you ask and you do. It's more about just looking at me and if you smile hmm. and you're friendly and you are gracious, I'll hire you. And, and if and if Train for the other maybe, things. Maybe you're not the best server. We'll make you a good server. But if you have that friendliness in you, interesting. you're hired in a second. And you've gotten good <laughs> at assessing that at the same time. Uh, and then I know we're in a political window right now. <laughs> but what's be, maybe besides that, what's what's something that just gets your, your blood pressure going or gets you worked up or angry that goes on societally or politically or whatever beside outside the business or with or related to the business oh i i think um you know the 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 whole me too movement has uh stirred me and i have four daughters yes two daughters right yeah i um in anything that is hard to women which everything (laughs) apparently is that that gets me Okay. And uh, what's your favorite number? Well, gotta go seven. Is there a reason? But just seven. Uh, hockey, okay. Harry Potter, <laughs> religious, all those things. And 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 for those who haven't been to Grand Hotel, what is it that you say? To someone where you get a chance to kind of try to convince them to come try visit the hotel in Mackin Island. What's what's your there's no elevator speech, but the no, what's your ferry no speech? speech. <laughs> we got a we got a bunch of touch points. Right. I guess it depends on the person, but just come to us and you'll find out. And hopefully. Okay. Yeah. Well, Dan, I have to thank you for for being the inaugural guest on this. Generation Excellence Podcast. Generation Excellence is hosted by me, Jamie Michelson, with help from SMZers Eric Freiberger, Sam Daly, Eric Head, and Joel Bienenfeld. Thanks also to Randy and his team at Stage 3 Audio. Thank you for listening, and please give some of the other episodes a try. One more thing. If you have comments or a suggested future guest, please don't be afraid to contact me.